Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode number 54 of the Website Coach Podcast. Before I get into this week's episode, I want to let you know that the doors to my marketing membership are now open. But if you'd like to join, you need to be quick because they close on Wednesday. Now, the marketing membership is for you if you're struggling with your marketing, if you find marketing a chore, if it falls to the bottom of the to-do list, or you just think you're not quite reaching the right people or making sales through your marketing. And it's a very affordable way of getting help with your marketing. Back to this week's episode. So this week, I'm talking about whether you should be investing in your business now, because Certainly here in the UK, economic headwinds are blowing. The outlook is not looking great, I must admit. And looking at the costs of your business and what you can cut back on is a good idea. In fact, I'd say it's always a good idea to keep an eye on the costs of your business. You work hard for your money. You don't just want to spend it willy-nilly. There are some costs you need to pay to keep your business running. You've got to pay those. And there are many things it makes good business sense to continue to pay for. But what about investing in new things? Well, if you listen to episode 28 of the podcast, I know it's been a while ago, you'll know that I'm a big believer in investing in your business. I would not have the business I have now without the investments I have made in both my business and myself. Yes, I've invested thousands of pounds. Not all of those investments have been good, but overall, taken as a whole, they have definitely been worth the cost together. I've got far more back than they have cost. But what about investing now? What if we're heading into a monster of an economic downturn and all my clients disappear? Well, I hear you. It's a risk I face too. People do not have to get me to build their websites. Now, I do know, though, that not everybody cuts back in hard times. And even those who do cut back do continue to spend on things that are important to them. Now, what's important to somebody else is not necessarily going to be the same as what's important to you. I think it's just as important to invest in your business now as it has ever been. Now, I'm not just saying that because I actually sell things and you know, want you to buy what I'm selling. <laughs> but I am putting my money where my mouth is. I've just committed to a significant investment in my business. But the one thing that I would say is it's imperative, as always, of course, to invest in the right things. Investments that really will move your business forward. So what are those right things? Well, the first is investments that will lead to an increase in revenue. So the first type of investments to make or continue are ones which should lead to an increase in revenue. This could be investing in skills that mean you can offer something different or charge a higher price because what you offer is better than before. So as an example, earlier this year, I invested in a course on memberships and now I run my own membership. And whilst I could have run a membership 
without taking this course. I've been in plenty after all. I knew this course would help me run a better membership. One of my clients had taken the same course. And when I asked her, she said it was one of the best investments she had made in her business. And without it, she wouldn't be earning what she was in her membership that she runs. That investment, which, you know, was significant, had a very, very good return on investment for her. She's made back the cost of investment several times over. Now, of course, the real return is in actioning what's learnt on the course rather than just taking the course. I know a fair few course junkies who think they need to keep taking courses, learning, getting more qualifications, etc. And I'm not knocking this, but a good business investment is taking a course that will allow you to offer something different and or raise your prices and then doing just that. The other type of investment that should lead to an increase in revenue is marketing. Marketing, especially ad spend, can be one of the first things cut when times are hard. But that is, in my view, very short-sighted. Because in the longer term, cutting your marketing will lead to a reduction in revenue. And a lot of marketing doesn't need to cost you at all. Not in this day and age. Social media, SEO, even PR needn't cost you anything. At least in terms of money. They do cost time, of course. I've invested a lot over the past few years in learning how to market my business most effectively using these free tools. And I, I now regularly get clients from these efforts, both via Instagram and SEO. Investing in marketing is, however, usually a medium to long-term gain. I didn't get these clients overnight. But if you can invest in marketing when your competitors are cutting back, it will leave you in a much stronger position. The second type of investments that you should be making are investments that will save you time. As an entrepreneur or small business owner, investments that save time can be harder to justify. I see many people spend 50 to 100 hours building their own website when they could outsource it to a professional like me, saving a lot of time as well as I hope doing a better job for them. And often these people have paid thousands and spent a lot of time qualifying as be it a coach, nutritionist or similar, but they won't invest in their business until it's successful. I'm not quite sure how they're going to make a successful business without investing in it, but hey, your time is valuable. I've just invested in help to grow my business from somebody who's grown her business in the same way I want to. And I've done this because I know I can save a lot of time learning from her. Hopefully I'll make fewer mistakes too. Now, I could easily have tried to do it myself. I've got ideas as to what I need to do. There's no need to make this investment. But I believe the result will be better and it will save me a lot of time. Another example is that early on in my business, I invested in Dubsado which is a client relationship management tool. At the time, I was manually copying contracts and amending them for each client. Investing in Dubsado was a big step as I was early on in my business. And it was a significant sum, it was several hundred pounds, that didn't bring more revenue. 
but I believed it saved me two to three hours on every client project. That saved me a lot of time over the past few years and the investment has been very worthwhile. Outsourcing is another investment which can save you time. You do have to make sure you're not redoing their efforts though. (laughs) I've outsourced many things that others can do better than me and which save me time. So in the past, I've used a professional copywriter to write blogs for me. I'm not at the moment, but I have done historically. I've used a graphic designer, for example, on things like my logo. I've used a VA to help with social media posts. I've used a tech VA to help with some of the integrations of the automations, like the um, email marketing system that I use. And I've also used a social media manager. These are all jobs I could have done myself. But outsourcing has meant that I've saved time as well as usually getting a better result too. I've also invested in a lot of skills training to enable me to save time. Not just in website design, but in many business skills, especially marketing. These have definitely increased my ability to make money as well as saving me time in the long run. It's then up to you, of course, how you use that time. You might spend that time on other parts of your business, which is what I have done, or you might decide you want to spend less time in your business. The third type of investments you should be making are investments that save you money. These are, of course, the easiest to justify. Sometimes you have to spend money in order to gain. So that may be as easy as paying annually for something instead of monthly. Or it may be investing in learning something so that you can do it yourself rather than outsourcing to somebody else. Yes, I'm aware that this contradicts the reason I've just given above, but sometimes it's worth it. So I decided to invest in learning how to do my own podcast rather than paying for an editor, etc. Now, at some point in the future, I might outsource it. But for now, I'm doing it myself. This does mean I often lead recording my podcasts until the day before they go out. Yes, I am recording this on a Sunday and it's due to go out on Monday morning, which is not the best idea. And I think if I was outsourcing, I would be a little bit more organised or I would have to be a bit more organised. The fourth type of investment is investments that give you support. Being an entrepreneur or small business owner can be lonely. And sometimes you can drive yourself mad wondering whether what you're doing is the right thing and that nobody else really understands what you're doing. Or maybe it's just me. (laughs) I think it's important to be part of a community of others who understand what it's like and give you their experience or views. I've been in a number of memberships where the primary benefit has been this community. Now, usually there's an element of skills learning too, which I might use to justify this investment, but it's been the community that's been the bigger ultimate benefit. The one thing I would say is I found the size of the group to be hugely important to give you the community. If it's too large, you can easily get lost. I went on a business retreat to Morocco, which I talked about very recently in episode 53 of the podcast. And while there were a few reasons for deciding to invest in this, the biggest benefit I got out of it was by far the amazing community of other entrepreneurs and small business owners taking part. The support we gave each other was incredible. 
and it has continued beyond the retreat. And sometimes you can get additional revenue from the contacts you have made or learn from them and therefore save time. But here I'm talking about specifically investing to be part of a community of others. So, they're my reasons. Despite the concerning times ahead, I'm still investing in my business and I recommend you do too. But I think about the investments and make sure they're likely to be worthwhile. Bearing in mind there are never any guarantees. But do your homework. And I certainly would say I don't recommend investing if to do so would cause you to get into debt or make significant cutbacks at home. No, you shouldn't be having to choose whether to pay for this course or feeding your children. But I would recommend investing to make more revenue, to save time, save money, or even for a community. And if it is a course, membership, or other training, the most important thing is to take enough action to get the benefits of that. And one investment I would make, if you're struggling to market your business or think it could be improved, is in my new marketing membership. Doors are open until 10 a.m. <clears throat> on Wednesday the 5th of October 2022, if you're listening in the future, or you can join the waitlist for the next time it's open. You can find out more at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk slash marketing hyphen membership. I'd really love to see you in there. And that's it for this week. More from me next week. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business, or scaling it. And see you next week.